A slow-moving utility vehicle passes by. A cloud of smoke billows up behind. The driver is wielding a torch that drips liquid fire, which crackles as it catches on dry leaves and grass, creating a line of fire that crawls into the woods. Welcome to part one of a four-part tour of the Current River Pinery. In this segment, we'll introduce you to the pine woodlands here and discuss why land managers are using prescribed fire to restore them. You can find maps and photos to accompany this segment at the overview stop on our self-guided tour of the pinery or online at www.oakfirescience.com. The fire-dripping vehicle is traveling on Pine Knot Road in Carter County, Missouri, in the heart of the Current River Pinery. The driver is setting a perimeter fire around the U.S. Forest Service's Big Barren Burn Unit. It's March 14, 2018, and when workers are finished, the prescribed fire will engulf almost two square miles here. Here at the Big Baron RX. A roll of dispatch, Big Baron Burn Boss on Sinking Creek. In charge of today's operation is Forest Service Burn Boss Tim Perrin. The Kern River Pinery is about 100,000 acres and it's located in parts of four counties Carter, uh, Ripley, uh, Shannon, and Oregon counties. East of here, about 10 miles, is the Current River, and then southwest of us is the Eleven Point River, about 10 miles. The flames are moving through a mix of pines, oaks, and hickories, big and small. Larger pines are adapted to fire, but smaller hardwoods will suffer fire damage, giving the pines a competitive advantage. Much of the current river pinery is within the Mark Twain National Forest, but other landowners, both public and private, are also participating in an ambitious project that is using prescribed fire to restore threatened pine ecosystems. So this uh, Current River Pinery is special or unique because the shortleaf pine blue stem woodland is found, you know, only in Missouri, Arkansas, and Oklahoma, and it's uh, it's listed as you know globally imperiled. And the pinery here harbors some of the largest restorable remnants of, of these woodlands are right here on federal land. Woodlands, historically maintained by fire, have a low density of trees allowing plenty of sunlight. They have distinct layers, an open canopy, a sparse understory, and dense ground cover. The Forest Service uses both thinning and burning to, to open up the canopy and we hope to allow more sunlight to reach the forest floor and stimulate, stimulate plant growth. We use prescribed fire mostly to remove the leaf litter and pine needle cast and we also use it to try to kill the, the smaller saplings and this allows the native herbaceous plants and, uh, to sprout as part of a more diverse ground cover. When early European settlers arrived in Missouri in the 1700s, pine oak woodlands and the now imperiled pine bluestem woodlands covered a huge area in the Ozarks. Prior to settlement, says Missouri historian Susan Flotter, the forests in the Ozarks were 
much more open than they are today. They were described by early travelers as more widely spaced trees, a mixture of shortleaf pine and also hardwoods, oak and hickory, but with a relatively sparse mid-story and a fairly rich ground flora of grasses and wildflowers. These woodlands were shaped by periodic fire, which was ignited by both Native Americans and lightning. Over time, fire-dependent ecosystems developed. Within them, some 350 plant species supported populations of elk, bison, deer, bear, turkeys, songbirds, and other wildlife. But in the late 1800s, these vast areas of valuable big pine trees sparked a timber boom. There had always been harvesting of timber for building material and fuel, but it wasn't until railroads came to the area that there was massive timber harvest. So the timber boom ran from the 1880s to about 1910. Prior to this boom, there were something like six to seven million acres of pine woods in Missouri. But after the timber was cut, shortleaf pine did not grow back. The seed source was gone. Instead, thick forests of oak and hickory have taken their place, and only scattered fragments of pine woodlands remain, and these are intermixed with hardwoods. By the end of the 20th century, only about 600,000 acres of pine remained, so less than one-tenth of what we had once had. Following the timber boom, conditions were bleak. Forests were scrubby. Subsistence farmers struggled to support themselves on eroded land, supplementing their livelihood by hunting. But gone were the open pine woodlands that had provided so much wildlife habitat. Species that had thrived, particularly songbirds, declined in numbers. So it was a, a very difficult time. Wildlife numbers went down dramatically. It is thought that there were as few as 1,000 to 2,000 deer in the whole state of Missouri by 1920, and wild turkeys were practically decimated. Since then, the Missouri Department of Conservation has successfully reintroduced deer and turkey. But fire suppression, a policy intended to protect recovering forests, has favored growth of dense hardwood stands rather than open pine woodlands. Consequently, many plant and animal species that live best in fire-adapted woodlands are still rare. Okay, yeah, just keep a close eye. Don't let her guard down. Now it's late afternoon and the prescribed fire on the big barren burn unit is complete. A few snags smolder and smoke lingers. Burn boss Tim Perrin is checking the perimeter for escaping embers. He stops at the Current River Pinery sign on Pine Knot Road. We burned this area 10 times over the past uh... Oh, about 25 to 30 years. So since 1990, I guess 28 years, this is the 11th burn on it. Tim Parent is looking to the south at the just blackened ground. One of the first things you notice is the spacing of the trees is much, much further apart. 
a lot more sunlight reaching the, the ground. Fire stimulates seeds that have long been dormant. In a few short weeks, this landscape will be bursting with greenery. In the burn unit where we get a lot of good herbaceous responses, it's, it's like groceries on the ground. So there's a lot of groceries out there if you're an animal. Then we turn around and look at the other side of the road where no fire burned. On the north side of the road, in, con in contrast, uh, we have a five acre control unit that we intentionally left out of prescribed fire rotation. The, the difference is very, rather stark. The canopy's real tight and uh, no sunlight really make it to the ground. The leaf litter and pine needle cast is deep. It hasn't been burned. There's not any, anything really sprouting as far as herbaceous plants. It's uh, essentially an ecological desert. Are there some acorns in there? Sure. There's acorns on both sides, though, but there's not really anything else. The words woodland restoration may sound as if managers are trying to recreate an exact replica from times past. That's not the goal. Restoration is simply providing conditions that will encourage plants and animals known to thrive in a fire-adapted ecosystem. The current river pinery is slowly becoming an open, park-like place that is home to mature shortleaf pine, hardwoods, diverse ground cover, and birds, pollinators, and grazing animals, similar to the landscape that dominated here for thousands of years but was nearly lost. Thank you for joining us for part one of the Current River Pinery Tour. Listen to part two to learn more about the history of the Ozarks fire adapted ecosystems. Or visit us at oakfirescience.com. We thank our tour project partners, the Oak Woodlands and Forest Fire Consortium, the U.S. Forest Service, the Nature Conservancy, Central Hardwoods Joint Venture, and the Joint Fire Science Program.